live A-C-U. from the ACU of Texas Studios. This is the Clear Lake Today Podcast Network. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Wild Wisdom. We are your hosts. I am Amy Granat. I am Dr. Deb Bilak. And we are excited to be back with you again today. Yes, we are. I know. <laughs> As always. Mm-hmm. So we've got some... We've got some good stuff for you these next couple weeks here. So, yes, you know, I think this, this, the topic we're going to talk about today is a good topic because we've kind of been talking about um, New Year's resolutions and then we talked about exercise, Mm -hmm. you know, and healthy exercise and healthy ways to approach it. And so today we're going to talk about the culture of self-sabotage. Yes. And this really kind of goes right along with New Year's resolution. It really does. It actually does. It actually does. It's a direct correlation. It is a direct correlation. So when we say that, you know, the culture of self-sabotage, you know, what comes to your, what comes to your mind? You know, what are the, the things that, you know, culturally that we think of as causing us harm? in the in the guise of helping us mm-hmm. yeah are you asking me or yeah, generally just to the general and, and you and myself i mean that's a loaded i mean it's a loaded question yeah because there's kind of a lot it is a actually. lot and you know and everybody does it there's yes. literally nobody that doesn't self-sabotage mm-hmm. one way or another yeah and it's a shame it's a real shame because we wouldn't do that to someone else. You no. know what I mean? Like we would never. <laughs> exactly. Like, you know, and it, it's interesting because, you know, with my patients, like when I first start working with them, one of the top questions I ask is if you talk to your patients, or, or I'm sorry, if you talk to your friends the way you talk to yourself, would you have any friends? Yeah. In all the years I've been asking that question, I literally have had only one person say, yeah, I would. And I'm like, one, one <laughs> out of all the people that I've treated. So yeah. everybody self-sabotages. Everybody talks bad to themselves, but they would never talk to someone else that way. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I like the other one where it's, um, you know, if the oh, words you mm-hmm. say to yourself are written all over your body. Would you say them? Would you say them? Where it was like exposed. Because mm-hmm. I mean, our thoughts are private. Yeah. You know, for the most part, most people we know can't read our thoughts. Right. So their thoughts are private. So you're thinking about these things about yourself all day long. Mm-hmm. And if they were exposed and written all over your body, would you continue saying them? Yeah. When you brought that up to me a, what, a month or two Something ago, like that, yeah. you know, I was thinking about that. And, and and it's funny because people think they're hiding it. You can see, you can it. see it. You can see it as how yeah. they treat their body, the look on their face. You know, there's that resting bitch face thing, you know, and <laughs> you know guys do it too girls mm-hmm. you know and yeah. and it's like you know people are just not happy yeah. you know and it's like the in, you can see the internal dialogue just not being good for so yes. many people so that and i pose that question to my patients too and um that seems to really hit home because mm-hmm. it's like well i wouldn't wear a billboard saying i hate myself yeah. because that looks stupid to other people why would you do that right but, all, but yet, but yet you do it. it to it or do it to yourself all the time. Exactly. And so, and the, the billboard, like you said, that's such a good point. It is there, Yeah. you know, in how you're treating your body, how you're treating your relationships, mm-hmm. how you're treating yourself. I mean, it's, it's there and people can see that there's something that's, that you're not off. happy yeah. or there's something that's off or something's going on, even if they can't verbalize exactly what it mm-hmm. is that's going on because your thoughts are very powerful and they do manifest as things in the body. Yeah. Absolutely. Amen. Yeah. 
<laughs> so yeah, we're going to talk about yeah. these thoughts and all of these things and the cultural pressures that we have. Mm-hmm. Um, as to how, you know, we live our lives and how those cultural pressures absolutely lead to self-sabotage. It's mm. part of the narrative. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, and as well as things that you've been taught as, grow- you know, growing up. So, you know, like if you're in the dating world, how you look, mm-hmm. what you're wearing, how you do your, you know, for women, how you do your hair, how you do your nails, how you present yourself, all of these is things. Is there too much cleavage? Is, is there not? Is there not like, enough? Are you showing too much leg? Exactly. Or, you know, you're are your heels too high? Yeah. Exactly. Are you wearing makeup? Are you wearing too much makeup? Are you wearing not enough makeup? Oh my gosh. That's just, yeah. <laughs> That's like the perfect response to that. Because it's, it's overwhelming. And so yeah. then we start to question everything about ourselves. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, so maybe the date doesn't go well. And then it's like the, the shame and judgment just go raining down. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, well, I was wearing too much makeup. I wasn't wearing enough makeup. You know, I was showing too much cleavage. Mm-hmm. I wasn't showing enough. I wasn't engaged. You know, I wasn't doing this enough. I wasn't. Mm-hmm. I, I was you, too fat. I'm too short. Exactly. I'm too tall. I'm too skinny. I yeah. don't have a butt. I have too much of a butt. You know, <laughs> like you think of all these reasons. Yes. That are really out of your control anyways. It doesn't yes. matter. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't yeah. matter. Our culture tells Dictates us that. that it matters. But in reality, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. None of those things actually matter. It's like, is there a energetic connection or not? Right. Exactly. <laughs> I mean, really, truly, that's what it comes down to. And it's not It's not all solely based on how you look. It. I know we're told it is. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But it is not. Mm-mm. I'm learning that myself right yeah. now. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's 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 really has nothing to do with that. We could do but a whole other show feel, on dating. <laughs> yeah. And maybe we, we should. Really we should. really should. Yeah. Probably should. Yeah. And and um, what was I going to say? Something just popped into my head, and that's totally okay. Because <laughs> that's a good point. We probably we it was like, it would be a good thing for us to do. Oh my gosh, what was I going to say? It totally left my brain. <sighs> It'll come back. What a bummer. It'll come back. Anyway, so. The cultural pressure for us to do mm. these things is really, really high. Yep. And it, oh, I know what, it was something about, I was going to say something about, it's really, when you're in that situation, it's really more about how you feel about yourself. Yes, it is. And how you feel about yourself comes across mm-hmm. more so than all of this other stuff. Because people can read between the lines. So let's say, you know, you really are so uncomfortable with um, your hair. Like, right. let's just say, let's just, so you do all of this stuff to either distract from it. So maybe you put on lots of makeup mm-hmm. to distract from the fact that you don't like your hair or, um, you don't like your shoulders. So you're mm-hmm. going to cover up in some way to where your shoulders are, look a certain way. Mm-hmm. Well, that still comes through. Yeah. So you're trying to distract from it, but really it's actually highlighting attention it. towards it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's highlighting the things that you're uncomfortable about mm-hmm. when you try to distract from them. Right. So really in any kind of, you know, whether it's in the dating world or in a business relationship, whatever it might be, you know, the way that you're thinking about yourself, it's coming across. Right. It is presenting itself. It is being highlighted, especially if you're trying to distract away from Mm -hmm. it because you don't, that's the energy you're putting off. It's really like you're, you're trying to say, don't look at this. Mm -hmm. And of course, what happens when you tell someone not to look at something? Yeah. They're going to look. Right. (laughs) Don't think of a red car. Yeah. Don't look for a red car. You're very welcome for all the red cars you're going to see today. <laughs> exactly. Because <laughs> you're going to see a bunch more yeah. than what you're used to. You or we know. did it. Remember we did. we did the exercise with a green car. Yes. Like you never see green cars, maybe in the 70s and 80s, but exactly. now you don't. No. So we put that in our conscious. And yeah. literally, how many did we see I saw each? 11. 
I think I, I don't know. I feel like I was at seven. Yeah, you were a little lower. Yeah, a little lower, but it was, almost the same amount. Yeah, yeah. And we gave ourselves a time limit too. Yeah, it was like a twenty-four hour mm-hmm. period 24 or forty-eight hour or something. Yeah, whatever. Twenty-four hours. Anyways, yeah. yeah. So and 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 that goes down to the whole self-sabotaging thing. It's yeah. like you know you're trying to cover it up. You're thinking you're not good enough, mm-hmm. and you know, and then and then something goes wrong, and then you beat yourself up for it even yeah. more. And then the judgment and the shame spiral mm-hmm. begin. Yeah. Or just continue whichever yeah. one that you're in. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just going to continue. And so you're constantly going through these things in your mind. And again, if they were on your body, would you be thinking them? Mm-hmm. No. No. You wouldn't. Or you do everything to not you think do that everything anymore. everything to not think about it. Mm-hmm. And, and it can be really hard. I mean, there's we all have things that we don't like about ourselves. We have our, you know, our shadow side and we have our light shadow sides. Mm-hmm. You know, we've got our gifts and then we've got things that we don't really like about ourselves. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the, the reality is, is that we are all everything. We're it. Yeah. All of <laughs> it's it. Like, I am that. So anything that you don't think that you are, like you don't think you're lazy. Yeah, you are. <laughs> <laughs> In some way, shape or form. It doesn't yeah. mean that you're expressing that, but you know, you are. And so again, when it talks about like the distraction point, um, you might be staying as busy as possible and doing, doing, doing all the mm-hmm. time because you don't want to be lazy. Right. Yeah. Cause you're afraid of being lazy. You're afraid right. of being called lazy. You don't want to be called lazy. Mm-hmm. And so you sabotage yourself um, right. by doing too much all of the time exactly. so that you're not called lazy, but you're actually still hurting yourself because you're distracting yourself away from a part mm-hmm. that's you exactly. and just accepting that part of you mm-hmm. and that it's okay. You are okay. Exactly as you are. Exactly. And I think that's one of the key underlying things is that we, none of us feel okay as we are. It's always like, what do I need to change? What do I need to fix? What do I need to, what do I need to do for X? What do I need to do? What do I need to do to not feel sad all the time? What do I need to do to not have headaches all the time? What do I need to, whatever it is, Mm -hmm. we're always in fix it mode. Right. Well, and I mean, if it's the American way, you do, 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 there's always something more to achieve. It's always, let's do more. Let's do more. Let's have more. Let's be more. Let's better ourselves. Let's, nothing is ever good as is. You have to strive for better every time to a degree. That's a good thing. Like you want to live life to the fullest. However, you don't want to beat yourself up every step of the way. Like, like you buy a new house or like, okay, say, you know, let's start off in the beginning. You know, you move out of your parents' house, you get an apartment. Well, then you upgrade to another apartment like a few years later when you're making more and it's a nicer place. And then, you know, you buy a house and that's great. And then you want to upsize that. And and that's good. I mean, generally speaking, that's a good thing. But if you're doing it just for the sake of everybody being like, when are you going to do this? When are you going to, when are you going to get a bigger house? When are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? It's like, and it's like people always want more for you. Mm-hmm. It's as if, and then it comes down to like, well, well, I must not be good enough because I didn't get exactly. married yet and I didn't have kids yet. And yeah. and then it, it be, you know, it beats you yourself up because up. I'm like, well, what's wrong with me that yeah. I that didn't, didn't happen? I didn't get a house and I didn't get this, I didn't get a car and you know, I, mm-hmm. I'm, whatever it is, yeah. exactly like you said. And so the underlying theme mm-hmm. of self-sabotage is I am not enough. Mm-hmm. Yes. I mean, really, truly is. I mean, and even we, when we were talking about, just talking about the dating, it's like, I don't have enough makeup on. I have too much makeup on. Mm-hmm. I don't have enough. I don't have enough. I don't mm-hmm. have enough. And that really is like the underlying theme for mm-hmm. it is it's we're not enough. And our culture feeds that mm-hmm. by saying, oh, you need this now. You need you need this new item and you need this new item and you need this new mm-hmm. item. And you need your hair to look like this and you need your clothes to look like this and you need to drive this type of car and you need this type of technology. And so there's always this, the next thing mm-hmm. 
to gravitate towards and you can't just be okay where you are in this moment. Right. Well, it made me think of like my iPhone, right? I had an iPhone 6 for years and everybody was like, Deb, when are you going to upgrade that? I'm like, never. As long as I don't have to. I I was, yeah. Yeah. I mean, if it wasn't for the fact that it wasn't going to be supported by I, whatever, iCloud, whatever, And I mean, it was kind of dying, but it's sad that after four years, a phone dies when you pay a thousand dollars for it. But that's a whole other conversation. (laughs) But but yeah, and it's like I was fine with not having the latest, greatest technology. And people people can't handle it. Other people get people can't handle uncomfortable because you don't have what they think you should have. You know what I mean? Because you got to be up with the Joneses, you yeah, know? Exactly. Is that the saying? I don't know. Yeah, you know, keep, I, I'm really been keeping yes, up. You did one right. <laughs> I did. <laughs> Jessica, if you're listening, that one's for you. <laughs> she nailed it. <laughs> That's true. There's a lot of external pressure from other mm-hmm. people for you to keep up with the Joneses. Yeah. You know, it's like, well, why, why do you still have an, an iPhone 6? Like, right. You need to upgrade that. I was like, no, I don't. I don't like need you want to wanna pay it. for it. Yeah, exactly. Great, go for it. I don't yeah. care, and I was very settled in not caring. Yeah. It wasn't until literally like there was no other option. There was Let's, no other option yeah. because I had to. Yeah. Because what was going on with my phone? I don't remember. It was, was doing like weird this, there things. There was no storage, and then it was yeah. like jumping all over the place and acting possessed. Yeah, it, it was, was possessed. It was, it That's was right. Possessed. It was weird. That's <laughs> it was right. I forgot about that. So I had to. Yes. But really, I would have been okay because mm-hmm. I'm like I'm solid in who I am regardless of what phone I have exactly like and that's, that's kind not, of a, a like a, a ridiculous example but but it's I, c- I could not, have yeah, I could have been like people. oh my god I suck and you know yeah, I really have should have yet. this you know the yeah. iPhone whatever and you know what's wrong with me you know why can't I afford it or maybe I can't afford it why do I think it's not important I mean I could have beaten myself up for the last three yeah. years exactly thankfully I did not yes I chose other things to do (laughs) (laughs) other avenues to beat myself up instead of just the phone (laughs) so but I mean it's it it, it's that silly that you know yeah and people you know like their self-worth is based in what other people think yeah it's like that expression it's none of my business what you think of me yes I love that one. I know. It is so good. It's mm-hmm. a little, it can be hard to wrap your head around that one because mm-hmm. it literally like people are going to think what they're going to think regardless of what you do really, mm-hmm. truly. I mean, you could be the most wonderful, caring person in the world and someone might hate you. Yeah. <laughs> Just like really viscerally hate you. Mm-hmm. And there's nothing you can do about that. And right. it's really none of your business because you can't, you can't do anything about it. You can't Mm-mm. change the way that they're going to, because it has nothing to do with you. Right. The way you see, way people see you almost has nothing to do with you. It really does It's their own filter through their own life experience mm-hmm. of how they're seeing somebody else. So it really has nothing to do with that person. They're seeing a mirror of themselves. Right. And so things they don't like about you are mm-hmm. things they don't like about themselves. Right. And they're just being shown that because we all have things. We are all everything. Right. So. Yeah. I remember in high school, my high school sweetheart, like he, you know, he was Mr. Popular, you know, he was a quarterback of the football team and this and that. And everybody would say hi to him, but people wouldn't say hi to me. And I'm like, why don't they like me? Why don't they like me? But I was so shy. And then years later, I'm like, well, I could have said hi to them. You know what yeah. I mean? It's just interesting. But I, and, and, but he would always say to me, he's like, why do you care what other people think? And I just did. You know yeah. what I mean? Now it's like, if someone doesn't like me, I'm like, Ooh, what is it about me? They don't like, like I get excited about it almost. You know, like, so weird. It's so weird. I know. But I'm like, Oh, there's something deeper about this. I need to, you yeah. know, like I want to investigate. Yeah. 
because you know? it is there's always something deeper about it yeah yeah there's always something deeper so there's always some way that you can you know sabotage yourself because <laughs> right. you're always going to find things that you don't like yeah that's human nature and it's yeah. okay so it's more so it's it's starting to change the mindset from like hating yourself mm-hmm. about something that you don't like about yourself right. a character trait that you don't like and instead start getting curious about it right like okay well what is it about this i don't like where does this come from mm-hmm. and then what's the opposite of that that you right. can start to cultivate mm-hmm. so if you you know don't want if you're you know you don't want to be lazy you maybe you're you're lazy and you hate that about mm-hmm. yourself so the opposite is productive it's like so like well, okay well where are you productive in mm-hmm. your life where are things going well in that mm-hmm. area and so how can you start to change that narrative and also maybe look at your quote-unquote laziness mm-hmm. as actually productively resting right instead right. of being productive as we see production mm-hmm. you know being important right yeah yeah. So it could be that you just need to reframe the word. Well, and, and taking that reframing even deeper, it's like, what does lazy mean to you? Exactly. Like define what it actually means. Like whatever word you have stuck in your head, like I'm to this yeah. or I'm not enough of that. Write down what you think that word means to you and yeah. dissect it. Because really, if you lay it out, you're like, well, damn, that's really not what I mean. Like I'm, yeah. you know what I mean? Like it, it, it's just interesting how we have these thoughts in our head and really the reality of it is probably not even... It's probably not even It's correct. like a whole like, yeah, it's yeah. just a weird thing that really just has a word that you've held on to but has no mm-hmm. resonance anymore. Exactly. So like mm-hmm. the being being shy. So if you were like called a shy kid, mm-hmm. but you weren't actually shy, there was something else going on. Mm-hmm. You were pulling back or you were distracting from something. And so right. it wasn't the shyness that was the actual issue, but you've grown up now thinking that you're shy right but that's not the case at all and mm-hmm. so then it's like you said dissecting it well what does shy mean to you what, mm-hmm. is, what are the behaviors of someone who's shy and is that actually who you are right because the answer is probably not right you're probably not displaying some displaying the majority of the things you think that you are right yeah but you're labeling yourself as that because you've always been labeled mm-hmm. as that mm-hmm. and a lot of the self-sabotage has to do with labels that we've carried through mm-hmm. with that us. other people say to us that other people say mm-hmm. to us and probably have said to us since we were a child when you know your your ideas about yourself are all forming and you're learning who you Mm -hmm. are as a kid and if you're being told something over and over and over again Mm -hmm. it's gonna stick and then as you move through adulthood if it's being said to you over and over and over again Mm -hmm. it's gonna stick and you're gonna think that about yourself when it was really probably the other person projecting their own thing onto you it had nothing to do with you and we hear stories we have patients and clients that like you know my father said you'll never be good enough oh you'll never amount to anything you'll never amount to anything you'll never amount to anything so when someone who you love and trust and is supposed to take care of you does that well of course you're gonna think that you know well they must be right they know better than I do because they're my parent and they're like God to me right now and so at you know and then you you have choices though you can resonate with that and become a loser I guess for lack of a better way of saying it or and then we see the opposite where they just go balls to the wall like I'm gonna show you and that ain't happening you know and so but that's just programming from someone else because as you said that's the pro um it's their own stuff that was reflecting like reflecting on the kid you know like the parent is the one that's like 
really, really hating themselves, hating themselves you know? and feeling like they are never they mm-hmm. didn't amount to anything mm-hmm. they didn't do whatever you know whatever their dream was that they didn't right. fulfill it so that they're worthless right and they projected it onto the child and, and they, that's not a judgment against yeah. the parent they were doing the best they can with the tools that they have because right. maybe they were told that as a little kid exactly you don't know how far back some of those patterns a and those lot labels of times go very far a, back. a lot of times it's generational yes. it's a generational label mm-hmm. that's been put on the men in the family or the women in the family and so we continue each generation continues to act out Mm -hmm. these same behaviors and these same self-sabotaging patterns Mm -hmm. and it may have been 10 generations back where this Mm -hmm. actually started and it has it's not you right and then you get to go through the process of breaking the ancestral pattern which is fun fun (laughs) (laughs) did you hear the sarcasm in that one people (laughs) we won't go into that because that's a whole other show talking about that it is but yeah really it creates you know i i wrote down here in our notes it creates a constant war within self Mm. so when you're constant because your your higher self your soul thinks that you're the most amazing being in the world Mm -hmm. you know it thinks all of the all of the great most beautiful things you can possibly think of that's who you actually Mm -hmm. think you are it's the human you that takes on all of the crud and Mm -hmm. all the crap absolutely then you're in constant war with yourself Mm -hmm. you're constantly feeling like you're terrible but then also feeling like you're great at the same time and so you're constantly Mm -hmm. and this you know in butting heads and when that happens you're creating so much disruption in the body Mm -hmm. and it's creating disease and that's how creating stagnation or it's creating buildup and density and it's all of these things are happening within because we're at war with ourselves right so that culture of self-sabotage creates war within yourself right and then you know if we want to take it into you know like a deeper way you could say <laughs> yes so the culture is creating self-sabotage which makes you sick which makes you eat crappy food and not take care of yourself mm-hmm. which puts you, puts you on pharmaceuticals and Yes, welcome to the American way. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Here's the real American dream. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true though. Yeah. It is it very true. It is very true. true. And and with that being said, I want to say because um you know, for those people that are feeling like god, I'm worthless. God, I suck. And why and, like, and then you have a friend who you're like they're the most beautiful person people in the world or person or whoever mm-hmm. and like, "Oh, I just love this about them." Well, you wouldn't be able to see the beauty in other people if you didn't have it within yes, yourself. Exactly, so I really exactly. want to stress that. And I don't, did I say that well enough? Do you, yes. do you want to repeat it or say it say in a it different again. way? I don't know Just, if I can say it again. So <laughs> <clears throat> all the beauty you see in someone else, you see it because it's in you. Right. Yes. It's a mirror. Yes. It's a mirror. And for every single person that you come into contact with, who you see them as brilliant and beautiful and intelligent and gifted whatever mm-hmm. the word is that comes for you those are all in you yeah because like you said you couldn't see it Mm-mm. if it wasn't in you already right yeah and then that goes into the opposite side so if someone's saying hateful things to you yeah. is because they feel those hateful things within themselves yes so it's 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 on both sides of the coin absolutely, absolutely. so just know that you know yeah. like know that like if someone's being hateful be like oh and like not in a non-condescending way pray for them like be like Mm -hmm. i'm gonna pray for you you know what i mean because it really isn't about you it's about them and so and and what we put out on other people and sometimes too like the self-sabotage within ourselves because we feel bad Mm -hmm. that we in turn make someone else feel bad and it really has nothing to do with that other person it really is about us 
and like, you know, keeping it in check. So it's self-sabotaging. And then, yeah, because then you sabotage your friendships, you sabotage your relationships because you ultimately aren't feeling good within yourself. Exactly. And they're a safety net. So you feel comfortable being able to be shitty to them. Mm -hmm. But it's just a really bad, vicious cycle. So exactly. And that's, yeah, yeah, I think that's an important point too, is that because they're, it's a safety net. Annette, you feel comfortable being, mm-hmm. cr- you know, being shitty to people that are in your inner circle. Like you wouldn't do that to a stranger, most likely. Right. You really wouldn't, Mm-mm. but you'll do it to your inner circle and the people that you care about the most because it does feel safe. Like, well, I can just, I can just behave this way to them because it's, it's going to be fine in the long run anyway. You know, exactly. It's not going to change anything. And well, it might not for a little while, but at some point it will. It will. Yeah. It will start to change because people aren't, you know, people get tired of putting up with it at mm-hmm. some point. Right. You know, there's a point of no return. Yeah, unfortunately, but you know, we kind of create that and, and you know, the shame and the judgment of ourselves is so normal. Mm-hmm. It's so normal. And I, I, there was something else I was, I was thinking about, um, on that and is that we're, we're, we will so easily talk about how bad we feel about ourselves, mm-hmm. you know, Oh I hate this about myself and hate that about myself. Mm. But if you start talking about things that you really like, mm-hmm. people don't always get in on that conversation with you. Like, no. Oh yeah, I like this about myself too. And do you hear people talking like that? No, no never. Never. It's like, you oh never my God, I really love my eyes. Yeah. Like people will be like, well, well, yeah. they're conceited. Exactly. Yeah. And it's not, and that's part of the issue. Mm-hmm. It's like this false humility right. by not expressing how mm-hmm. we love ourselves and how we feel about ourselves and the things that we love about ourselves. It's false humility to not do that, which is self-sabotage. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. <laughs> it's yeah. the same thing by not being able to say how you feel about yourself in, mm-hmm. in, on the positive side. Again, we'll all go down the negative Nelly trail. Oh, it's so easy. It's so easy to talk about all of the things we don't like and all the things that are going wrong and all of the crises. Mm-hmm. It's so easy to do that. We do it all the time. Oh, yeah. Because it's just easy to go there. It's a fun little slip and slide. It's fun. <laughs> it is. It's like, wee! Like, how far down can we go here? And so you just keep on a rolling with that. But, you know, to go into the other side and like, mm-hmm. oh, I really like this about myself or I like my ability to do this or, you know, I like how intelligent I am mm-hmm. or how I can, how I approach things, whatever. It doesn't right matter what it is but we are we don't like to talk that way and then people don't go with you Mm-mm. no and that's okay yeah and it's okay let them go let them go let them not go with you but go yourself mm-hmm. you know start to look at those things it's not about ignoring the things that you don't like about yourself and not wanting to improve and grow and it's mm-hmm. not about ignoring those things right because they're part of you you need we want you to accept all parts of you even the parts and you do you need to have like. drive yes. yes i mean it is important to have yes. that yes and knowing what you do, how you don't want to be helps you determine how you want to be Mm-hmm. So it does make yes. a difference. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so in that, you know, how do we go about changing our mindset? Mm-hmm. Because it, it is challenging when we're not feeling good about ourselves to get out of that rut, mm-hmm. to get out of the rabbit hole or the cycle of negative thinking and start to change that, you know, flip the script. Mm-hmm. And so it is, it's like, what are the opposites? So I wrote down here, you know, if, if we're in self-sabotage, what's the opposite of that? Mm-hmm. Self-renewal is the opposite of that. So instead of sabotaging and making everything go haywire, we're going mm-hmm. to renew ourselves and make everything, you know, grow and thrive and improve. Mm-hmm. And so it's finding what the opposite of that thing is and decide that that's where you want to go. Right. But it doesn't happen overnight. No. <laughs> and it doesn't have to be. Yeah, exactly. It doesn't have to be so dramatic in the beginning. I no. mean, it, start with something little. Really small. Like if you know something's irritating you. And it's a consistent irritation. You know, 
like find a funny word that you can say to yourself. I know like when I was younger, like I would just get irritated for no reason at all. And I couldn't understand it. I couldn't verbalize it, but I was just a bear. You know what I mean? And my sister, my poor sister, she's like, well, just tell me when you're irritated and I know not to bug you. And I'm like, but if I tell you I'm irritated, I'm going to get more irritated because I just said the word irritated. Right. So I'm like, okay. So in the, and I decided, you know, to come up with a funny word that would crack me up. So if I was like feeling a certain way, I'd be like, okay, Jessica, I'm smurfing today, right? That was my word. I was called Smurfette when I was a little girl. So, and it, it's kind of funny, the whole story, but nonetheless, so I'd be like, I'm smurfing. And then I'd start to laugh because- and <laughs> Because it's ridiculous. Because it's so silly and yeah, it is ridiculous. So silly, I love but, it. But you get a picture of little blue people in your head yeah. and then you start laughing, you start or I did, yeah. you know? And so just making myself laugh in those moments was a little- Turn, I mean, it's not like I dissected my whole life in that exactly. moment, but I, I, I changed the story quickly by finding a funny word. You know, it's like a safe word, I guess. You yeah. Know, for yeah. Lack of a better, yeah. you know, and just being able to, um, to laugh about it. And, mm-hmm. and I'm going to tell you that was, I probably did that process for, I don't know, a year or two. And I'm going to tell, like, one day I was like, God, I haven't said that I've needed to, or that I was smurfing in a really long time because, it just kind of dissipated. I didn't yeah. give it any more attention. Exactly. And so it didn't show its ugly head anymore. Exactly. You stop giving it so much power. Exactly. You know, and, and then it does. It just starts to dissipate mm-hmm. because you, you take away the energy from yeah. it. Yeah. And the, then the word itself, you know, the, ir- the word irritation doesn't have the same effect as mm-hmm. it did before. It doesn't have the same trigger as it did before because you stop giving it energy. Mm-hmm. And so it just starts to go away. And so really a large part of making that kind of change is just to stop giving those things energy wherever you can. And it does. And it takes some time. Like you Mm -hmm. said, it took, it was a year before you really realized, you know, doing that practice, Mm because that was a practice, Yeah. you know, doing that before you realize, oh, I'm not actually doing that anymore. And that was long before I did any self work, you know, like I, yeah. Yeah. You don't have to be, you don't have to be a guru guru. (laughs) to, to do, to do these little things. It's like. When you see something that you, like you said, that's coming up, it's an annoyance for you about some, some behavior that you're doing that you're like, I don't, I don't want to keep doing this. Yeah. That's when you start the process. It's like, okay, well, what's a small thing that I can do today mm-hmm. to not do it? And it's going to come up again the next day and the and next, the next day, day and the yeah. next, but it will start to dissipate. Mm-hmm. It will get better and better and better. And it doesn't, you know, it may take a month. It may take a year. It just depends on yeah. how much, um, What's the word? How much? I, I keep saying energy, but it's really not the it's not the right word. I don't know. It's like the focus of it. It's yeah. like if you focus, I'm gonna get rid of this. I'm gonna right. get rid of this. I'm gonna get rid of this. And then you're back to the tone with it. is like, Ugh, you know, yes. it just doesn't feel good. I'm very like expressive today with my oh, grunts are. and stuff. <laughs> Sorry, people. Um, but um, yeah, no. I mean, when you're forcefully, and we have, you yeah. know, we know people like when you're forcefully trying to make change. And I've done it myself. It's yep, like, you're not going anywhere. No, you're not. You're walking on a treadmill. Yes. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. Because you can't force the change yeah. to happen as much as you want it to. You can't force it. You have to soften and you have to let go right. and just allow the process to happen. Be, and allowing it is being aware. Right. Being aware that it's happening, being aware that you're doing it, being aware that you're saying these things to yourself in your mm-hmm. head or out loud, whichever it might be. And once you're aware of it, the dissipation starts as soon as you become aware of it. It really does. It really does. It starts the process for sure. It starts the process. So then you just build in how you want to do that, like coming up with a different word or 
saying, okay, every time I think I hate myself, I'm going to start saying, I'm okay. Mm-hmm. You don't have to go to I love myself because right. you may not be able to do that yet. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm okay. Exactly. Yeah. Or, I'm, I'm All okay is good today. in this moment. All is good in this moment. I am good mm-hmm. in this moment. Exactly. And it take can, some breaths. Yes. Breathe. <sighs> <laughs> I mean, really, truly, it's like, give yourself a break. Mm-hmm. Don't, you know, this is, this is about learning how to not be so hard on yourself. Right. Um, and to know that you are perfect, whole and complete in this moment. Absolutely. You really, truly are. And I know, I know you're listening to us and you're like, I do not feel that way. And mm-hmm. I, we both get that. Right. We completely get that. And it's a practice for us to say that even about ourselves. Right. We're not just like, we're not just saying, oh yeah, we're, we're good and we're all perfect mm-hmm. and complete. Like we know we have room to grow, but we're, because we've been practicing mm-hmm telling ourselves this we can say that about ourselves like today i am perfect whole and complete as i am in this moment and Mm -hmm. i'm happy as i am in this moment knowing there's things that i want to work on and grow of course because that's the human experience there's going to be more things that come up sorry to let you know i know (laughs) burst your bubble that damn onion (laughs) (laughs) the damn onion has more layers (laughs) and it's burning your eyes right (laughs) and making you cry and making you cry all the time (laughs) but it's okay it's okay it is yeah and so really today i think what we want to really just encourage you is um you know look at maybe even make a list. This is a, this is a good practice. So make a list of words that trigger you that, um, that, you know, have some kind of charge. That's the word I was looking Ooh, for. Oh, yes. That's a great word. Finally, I'm like, I know it's there. It's just like energy is <laughs> not the right word. It's a charge. There's some kind of charge with it. Right. Okay. So write, think, you know, sit, give yourself some time. You don't need to take hours to do this, but give yourself some time and write down some words that come up for you that have a, an emotional charge around it. Okay. Yeah. And then write some words that um, feel really good to you. Yeah. Whether you resonate with them or not doesn't matter. So write some words that feel really good to you. And then just find yourself in both. Right. And start making the transition over to the words that feel better as opposed to the words, you know, that are giving you the emotional charge. Mm-hmm. But the ones that really stand out, sit with that. Mm-hmm. Why is it giving you in the, the emotional charge? And what is the small step mm-hmm. that you can take to move away from that and right. into something that feels better? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because it's your it's your birthright to feel good. Yeah. It really is. It's your birthright to be happy and to feel good and to love yourself. We just have to sift through all of the crap. Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> we call it um in like the feminine energy world and the rewilding world, we call it derubbling. And I love that co- the concept of derubbling because it's kind of like so you've got the little tiny gravel on top that you mm. can brush away with your hand. And then underneath that, you've got some bigger pebbles that you can just kind of move out or, you know, or maybe a little shovel. And then underneath that, you get bigger rocks that take a little more energy and a little more oomph to get it out of the way. And then you get the boulders. Mm. And the boulders take excavation. And usually um, the excavation process requires help from somebody else. Right. You can't do it yourself. I mean, if you think about moving a big boulder, you're not going to do that by yourself. You're going to have to hire some equipment to come in or get somebody to come in and jackhammer it into p- smaller pieces so you can start moving the smaller pieces out. Right. So there's a there's a process it is to a process. this. There's yeah. a process to doing this kind of work. But again, an, the initial thing for the self-sabotage is being aware where you're doing it. And those words that you're saying to yourself, write them down. Yes. Write down the words you're saying to yourself because those are the words with the emotional charge. And start asking questions. Yep. What did you just write down? Oh, I was going <laughs> to tell you after, but as you're talking about <laughs> like the, not putting you on the spot. You're talking about the rubble and then pebbles. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you just described the Flintstones. <laughs> I know, right? 
Totally. And that, like Betty Rubble like, and, yes. you know, the Pebbles and, yes. Yes. I know. and all Every the boulders. I, and I actually think about the Flintstones when I say it's that. So it's so funny because I'm like, well, and, and my grandfather used to call me Pebbles when I was a little yes, girl. So that was right. my nickname. <laughs> so funny. I had a lot of nicknames, apparently. Yeah, apparently so. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, yeah, I was just so, going to tell you after. <laughs> uh, I know. And I'm just like, putting you know, like, oh, what were you writing now? It's just so funny. <laughs> yeah. So for today, so your yes. practice is for you to make a list of the uh, the words that you're saying to yourself that have the emotional charge mm-hmm. and then start asking questions about them. You know, pick and like one. like defining it. Yes. Like define it and, and go ahead. No, no, that's perfect. Yeah. 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 P- uh, like pick one, define it. And what does it really mean? Like, yeah. oh, I'm so lazy. Yeah. Well, what does that mean? Like, what do you actually do? You mm-hmm. probably find you're actually not lazy. Yeah. Exactly. You know? And we're, and then ask yourself, where does that come from? Yeah. Is that even mine? Mm-hmm. Is that even mine? Yeah. Yeah. Well, and interestingly, so I know this, this one person and, uh, their mom always stayed on the couch when they were growing up, you know? And, and so when she had kids, like she would not allow her to sit on the couch until it was, until the kids were in bed. And, and it was because her thought was, I don't want to be lazy because that's yeah. what I saw emulated. And it's like, no, you're allowed to sit on the couch yeah. throughout the day. Yeah. You know what I mean? And, and so in that person took, took it to an extreme yeah. because they, they saw just the so the they, they saw the yeah. extreme on the other side. And so, yeah. yeah, when you actually sit down with that, it's like, no, you're not lazy if you sit your butt on the couch for an hour because you've spent the whole morning running around chasing kids. You know exactly. what I mean? So, yeah. So, yeah. So when you break it down like that, you'll realize it's probably, and I hate to say the word irrational. Mm-hmm. It's an irrational thought that really doesn't have any clout. So yes. it is nice to have clarity with that. And we're in the year of 2020. So yeah. it's about clarity you know, being able to understand that and and move forward in a healthy, loving way to yourself. Exactly. And that's the key, a loving way to yourself, you know, help, you know, starting the process of moving past judgment, moving past shame, which lead to the self-sabotage and come to a place where you can accept yourself in this moment, Mm -hmm. knowing you have growth and there's places that you're going to always be working on, but that you are perfect, whole and complete right now. Amen. Yes. Yeah. And with that, we love you all. <laughs> yes, we do. We love you. You are very perfect, much. whole, and complete in this moment, just as we are. And you know, as always, we love hearing from you. So you can go to, you can leave a comment here on SoundCloud. You can go to Wild Wisdom Facebook page and let us know how this process goes for you. Tell us what you're, mm-hmm. what you're working on, and what words came up for you. You know, as an emotional charge, and how you sort of navigate that because your story is powerful. Mm-hmm. And you know, and if if you would like us to, or we we'd love to share your story too. So yes, you know reach out to us. We love to hear from people. Mm -hmm. All right, everybody. (laughs) Thank you all so much. Put those practices into play and see how it changes your world. As always, we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye.